There we go. All right, here we are. Revelation chapter 5 with Wade, Peter, special guest Tyler, and Josh. All right, and we're drinking Hardbeg. Hardbeg scotch. What else are we drinking? Sprite. Cali Squeeze. Oh, this is the regular Hefeweizen mango. Oh, it's mango. Uh, why can't this? Tastes like. Uh, get this thing water. Yeah, it's like it's really light. Yeah, it's five percent. But... There we go. Okay. Anybody else want this? Uh... Yeah, I guess so. Uh, oh, yeah. It's a good shit. Campfire in your mouth. No, I'll this be is here all night if I drink that. This is not campfire. That's an insult. This is treacle, bacon, and bonfires. Oh, excuse me, bonfire. Bonfire. It's literally in the flavor description. How dare you? Not a camp, simple campfire. A bonfire. bonfire. This is a man's fire. Not a gay little campfire. (laughs) What makes a campfire gay? Uh, It's flaming. It's flaming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good joke. Good thing we got it on tape, see? Yeah, that's why we're recording. Mm -hmm. You want some? No, God, no. Come on, just put some hair on your chest. Disgusting. Everywhere else, too. No. Okay, nobody else? <laughs> I'm okay with that. Thank you. Right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't need that. There's hardly any left. All right, I'm process. Mm. Oh, yeah. That is a beast. Did you shoot? Okay, okay where's my um, what, you want tobacco? Okay. Wacky tobacco. I don't have any wacky tobacco. Although All right, I'm I'm about ready to. I want. Did you use the? I filter? want to go to the Are new you uh, filter or no filter? Yeah, the one. Yeah. The, the wooden filter or the? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'd be curious to go to that new uh, dispensary in town and get some. There's wacky, a new dispensary in get town. Get some wacky tobacco and put it in the pipe and see how. It oh, I saw it in the B. Uh, uh, what was it? Arias went and visited. Yeah, it's like yeah. Gettysburg and Blackstone or something. Of course it is. Wait, what's it called? I don't know what it's called. No. Yeah, I have no idea what it's called. Okay. Got the filter in. But at least we don't... Oh, we can use these pipes as the as a scraper. Okay. So you know how to pack it? Yep. You pack first like you're shaking hands with a baby. Use your little finger. Shaking hands, nice, light pack. Yeah, then you're shaking hands with a woman. Loose them tight and tight. Loose them head-ish and tight. And then, shaking hands with a man. Uh, yeah, you lost I don't see the, the resemblance of just the hand shaking. Well, it's just the amount the, of pressure, the, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. I think if you have a if you have an actual, like, a stomp, Whatever they call it, just to stick in there, then it is like you're grabbing it, you're grabbing it, and you're forcefully pushing it in. Uh, um, the point is to pack it light to hard. Are you spilling everywhere? Well, it's hard to get in that little tiny hole. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, you took the words out of Wade's mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, even if you pack it. Good. And chances of you still spraying ash everywhere are pretty good. Alright. Ready for a little light. You're not supposed to use a torch, remember? Well, yeah, whatever. 
Everybody got matches? No. All right, then. Smells good, though. Oh, yeah. That's fresh tobacco. Uh, All right, who wants to read? Revelation 5. Tyler, can you still read? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna do are, you, are you feeling it that hard? Yeah, I'm feeling it. Let's read, like, read as much as you want. Two beers? Yeah. Two, my friend. Or 1.5. Or 1.75. If you're still doing math like that, you haven't had enough. <laughs> I'm still doing math like that? If you're going into fractions. Time. Yeah. Uh, math. Not meth. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> ah! Yeah, it took me oh a second. God. I thought I was like, are you saying speaking, speaking of meth, viral video this week with uh, Hunter. Did you see it? I did. Yeah, it's the crack. Weighing the crack. Weighing the crack. He's he's haggling. Oh yes, I did see that. He's haggling with his dealer, mm-hmm. and he gets his phone out to I thought record. it was a hooker. I know. I think it was his dealer. Yeah. It was, oh, really? I thought it was a hooker. I, th- I mean, it could have no, been a hooker too. Yeah. Because why? Because she was debating with him about how much it weighs without the bag and stuff. And why would you get your phone out and record it? And it's like put, it puts yeah. his face, and then he flips the camera, and he's like, there we "No, go. it's twenty point seven grams." No, no, he said two. He point. said two point. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Fucking <laughs> guy. Jesus. Continue. To, yes. Tyler. Imagine Don Junior doing that. Right. Who's Don Junior? Oh, we're talking about Joe Biden's son. Yeah, Hunter. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the hypocrisy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. you guys were talking about somebody you knew. No. Yeah, my buddy Hunter. Yeah. All right. No, Revelation Joe Biden five. is the epitome of hypocrisy. <clears throat> Revelation chapter five. Yes, for sure. And then I saw in the right hand of him who was seated on the throne a scroll written within and on the back. Sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the skull and break its seals? I appreciate the voice that the friend there that? says mighty. <laughs> and so, and no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or look into it and began to weep loudly because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or to look into it. And I'm glad that they just decided to check hell and see if there was anybody worthy in there. <laughs> but anyways. And uh, one of the elders said to me, Weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered so that he can open the scroll in its seven seals. Sweet. Okay. Yeah, we can go through it yeah. all the way if you want. Okay. Be- between yeah. the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders I saw a lamb standing as though it had been slain, with seven horns and with seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. And he went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who was seated on the throne. And when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the lamb, each holding a harp and golden, bra- golden bowls full of incense, which are prayers of the saints. And they, oh, awesome. And they sang a new song saying, Worthy are you, should we sing it? Worthy are you to take the scroll. No, 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 sing, sing. Please. No, no. Worthy we'll are lose whatever you followers to we take the scroll. <laughs> Go for it. And open its seals. Worthy are you to take the scrolls and to open its seals, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God. From every tribe and language and people and nation. 
and you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. Wow. All right. I'll continue. By the way, this tobacco nice and spicy. I don't even know that. I got a good. I got a good. Uh, smoke going and it ended up being a little spicy all right put some talking then i looked and i heard around the throne and the living creatures and the elders the voice of many angels numbering myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice worthy is the lamb who is slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing and I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them saying to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen. And Whoa. the elders fell down and worshipped. All right. Whoa. Don't worry about that. Yeah. yeah. Describe this scene into your own words. Yeah, describe. So, so what just happened? What did we just read? We need to break out the special tobacco for that. <laughs> Wacky tobacco. Maui wowie. Uh, so I'm, it's still John describing the, the yeah. vision, right? Same author. Yeah. And so he saw. Authorship has not changed. Uh, the right. So the guy on the throne was holding the scroll. And it was sealed, and uh, nobody could open it. And then. Obviously, the root of David is got to be Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's precisely right. Yeah. As a lamb who had been slain the lion with seven of the tribe horns of Judah. and seven eyes. Well, at first it describes him as a lamb, uh, or a lion, then it describes him as a lamb. Well, like in the previous um, chapter? Yeah. It says, oh, no, 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 Behold the lion of the tribe of Judah. And then the next, well, the next paragraph, I saw a lamb standing so, as though it had been slain, you know, obviously that's, right? There's only one interpretation. Yeah. We're in the tabernacle. Uh, um, so, to me, it feels like the chamber in the, the Imperial Senate. Almost. <laughs> chamber. Yeah. It's the, the chamber, it's, it's the tabernacle. Yeah. When, when, but when I, when I see it in my mind's eye, like, that, that's what yeah. I see as the Imperial Senate. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. Imperial so Senate? What, or... The Republic. Well, so, what is sorry, the, the um, what I mean that that I think in Star Wars that's like a bad a bad thing, but in this situation it's not a bad thing. It's not it's not describing something evil. It's not describing an yeah, evil but power I'm structure. The scene though, but like, you're imagining the multitude of the multitude. It is describing what's going on. Yeah, there is a circular. Um, scene I guess yeah. that it's describing right or you could think of like a Greek where the center as well. yeah but the center central focus point is what mm -hmm. I mean the throne mm -hmm. well yeah I mean, the throne's at the center and then it's God by the, what it's God yeah right God the is the central the one on the throne the central focus point of same thing with the with the early temple the the Jewish temple you know, if it's if it's trying to describe what the the Jewish temple was like, mm -hmm. you know, what is that uh, representation of? That that is of this very scene. The temple mm -hmm. is a shadow of this place. Mm -hmm. You know, they have the altar of incense in the temple, and then you have the altar of prayer incense that we just saw. We have the lamb that was slain, 
which in the temple you slay the lamb, you know, and you put its blood on the mercy seat once a year, which is the throne. You gotta get a good smoke like that going. Sorry. So and then the players, last there you go. Then you, then you taste it. And that's there, like, there's <sighs> one more big, huge temple reference right here, and that's the seven eyes and the seven horns, which yeah. are the seven spirits of God. Mm-hmm. That's the menorah, you know? So you have the... Yeah, the, well, the, there's the seven uh, in the previous chapters. Well, I thought menorah had eight. No, seven. No. In the, the previous the, the, chapters, it talks about the, the lampstand, right? Yeah. The lampstand is bit, like... Oh, the menorah! Yeah. Like, yeah. oh man, I yeah. never, I never. Yeah, like the Jewish together. one, only it's got two less branches. Yeah, that makes makes a lot of sense now. It yeah. does, and as a matter of fact, the seven spirits are the seven different ways that the Holy Spirit manifests. I believe. Well, what did what did we talk about the number seven last time? A completion, Peter. Yeah, exactly. Four, four. Uh, um, so, like the seven days of creation. Did you spit in your whiskey? Hmm. I got a tobacco in there. Sure. Yeah, it doesn't hurt the flavor. <laughs> At least it's doesn't not It's all smoky. Doesn't help. Yeah, it does. It helps tobacco, it. Probably eat it. It helps it. It's it's not wacky. It's good. It's good for you. Okay. I'm about to go read an Old Testament reference. So if seven uh, is represented for completion, it talks about seven spirits of God. I mean, couldn't that imply the Holy Spirit as well? It does. I'll, yeah. uh, uh, what the hell? Why am I on images? Exodus twenty-five thirty-two. And will somebody please go to Isaiah 11 if they have a Bible? Verse 1. I'm going to Exodus 32. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the booze. Oh, man. Or maybe it's your Dude, secondhand smoke. If you get a good eye. drag. Wait, if you get a good drag on the... And you really get the smoke over your tongue, like rolling over your tongue. It's like fucking fire. It's just like because it's yeah, it used to be. What do you want, Isaiah eleven? Yeah, uh, verse one. But I'll read first. As soon as I find, figure out how to get to this. Twenty-five, thirty-five. Ah, uh, twenty-five. This is the actual. Did you like write crib notes, or are you just shooting from the hip right now? Actually, I've been I've been very curious about the menorah lately, and. When you said you were reading uh, Revelation, yeah. I was like, oh, Yeah, you're all hyped. Yeah, yeah man. Wow. Wow. <laughs> all right. 25. 35. Okay. This is the menorah, the lampstand. Uh, and the lampstand itself. Nope, nope. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I'm reading about the lampstand. Okay, I'll just read the whole thing. It's boring, right, but please go for bear it. with me. You shall make a lampstand of pure gold. The lampstand shall be of hammered work. Its shaft, its branches, its bowls, its ornaments, its knobs, its flowers shall be of one piece. So this, this, this lampstand is made out of one piece of gold. It's not welded together yeah, or soldered together. One piece. All six branches, okay? Yeah. Six branches. Shall come up out of the sides. Three branches out of the lampstand of one side, three branches out of the lampstand of the other side. Okay, and then the bowl shall be made like almond petals on one branch with ornament knobs and flowers and three bowls shall be made like, and, and they put the oil in there and then there's the fire, you know, okay. But it's seven because it's not counting the centerpiece. Right. But it says six. Yeah. Now, I'm ready for you to read Isaiah 11. Okay. Yeah. You want the whole thing? Um, go, uh, go a few verses until it makes sense to stop. 
because it will be talking about the, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. <clears throat> okay, uh, forgive the KJV here. No problem. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch mm-hmm. shall grow out of his roots. A root of David. Oh, which we just read, didn't we? Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. Okay, cool. So the Spirit of God rests upon Jesus Christ, but he has six manifestations while being one Spirit. You see? It's like the centerpiece being the Spirit of God with those six different ways that he manifests. Yeah. Well, seven meaning completion, just like in the seven days of creation. Sure. Sure. Uh, um, Sure. That's definitely what it's a reference to. The number seven... Yeah, but I'm be uh, I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that the Holy Spirit is represented by the menorah. Okay. Yes. Would you like further proof? No. <laughs> okay. Um, it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, I, me. obviously, I mean, I think when he talks about God the Father and then God the Son and the Lion and the Lamb and all that business, uh, uh, and it talks about the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Obviously, that is a reference to the Holy Spirit. I mean, just a a cursory reading of this passage, you can see the elements of the, the Trinity. Uh, um, Let's back up. Yes. So, at the beginning of Revelation, it's talking about the seven different churches. Yes. Yeah, they all have an angel. They're, all have but an they angel. were like the Asian churches. Yeah. But, but yeah. so what you're saying, uh-huh. each that makes sense. Each church had a specific root of the spirit. If you, if you will. maybe that may be. I they, don't know how. Well, because about... when we read them, it seems like each church had one specific thing they were good at. And they just will crap at everything else. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know how to interpret that. But once we begin in Revelation four, where we see the seven spirits of God in the throne room. Yeah, I oh, know. But the for number sure. seven, the number seven is a constant theme throughout yeah. throughout yeah. the book of Revelation. Oh yeah, uh, um, seven days of creation. And so when we talked about the church, the seven churches being a representative of the whole, you know, yeah. the same way. Whenever the number seven comes back, it's a representation of the whole of something. Um, so seven spirits of God, repre- representation of the of God of Holy Spirit. Okay. Um. All right. And then seven seals. Yes. I don't Which, know how to interpret when that you either. talk about the seven seals, seven seals, all, every I always think of the so the like movie like I Arnold? just said. Completion. End of days. If seven means completion, then a seven seals would mean that it's completely sealed, right? Well, each seal is a judgment, though, which we will go on to learn in the other other chapters. As he yeah. opens those seals, judgment comes. Yeah, but still, the oh, there you. there's an obvious there's an obvious um, what is it? I was getting in trouble with Sam now. Oh, <laughs> I was just telling. Him. Smells like you guys are smoking. Uh, metaphor is an obvious metaphor for seven, meaning complete, right? That has been continually coming back, and if we just apply that same criteria throughout, you know, we're not going to run into any issues, right? What? what kind issue? of issues? And seven means complete. 
Seven is a representation for complete. So if you say seven sales, you mean a complete ceiling that no one can open. Is this reinforcing the idea that no one can open the sale? Well, what about the seven trumpets? Same thing. Complete. There's a completion to that cycle. But you like... How do you complete trumpets? Yeah. <laughs> it's a complete cycle. Like the seven so seals I the seven trumpet, the seven trumpets are actually seven trumpet blasts. Mm -hmm. uh, um, so there's seven different events of God's wrath being poured out. You know, that's Which one way to look at it. The seventh seal initiates the seven trumpets. Mm. Yes, fascinating stuff. We haven't gotten there yet, but we will in the next chapter. I think we open up the first one, and then the four horses of the apocalypse come out, don't they? Yes. Oh yeah. We're gonna play some right. cash when we read it. So here's a better question. Number two, how does this passage preach the gospel? Preach the gospel. Okay. What is the gospel? Well it tells us what oh excuse me. Uh it talks about the lamb uh yep. in in you know the sacrifice in, in mm -hmm. yeah. So that is, I mean, that is the heart of the gospel. Is what Jesus did. Yeah. I'm looking for the exact verbiage here, but uh, you catch my drift. Well, I mean, it talks about the whole song that they sing when they say, uh, "You were slain by your blood; you ransomed people for God, every tribe and language, people and nation." Yeah. Right. I mean that they're the saints. Or singing a new song, right? Well, what I like about it most is it reveals what the uh, services and articles of the temple were for, at least some of them. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, what were the elements of the temple? How did the elements of the temple preach the gospel? Well, uh, I suppose that without the shedding of blood, there is no recognition for sin. Mm-hmm. I suppose that's what the temple brings to light. Yep. And what is the gospel? Oh, yes. Uh, that uh, uh, through faith mankind can be uh, reconciled with God. You understand that, Wade? Oh, you trying to teach me a lesson here? No, I'm just saying I want to know how, what your interpretation is. Of what? The gospel. How would you characterize it in your own words? The gospel? Like, what is the yeah. gospel? Uh -huh. I mean, the, the gospel, as, and, and I'll, I'll co-sign some, pope, some popisms here, it's yeah. the good news. Yeah. That Jesus has died for our sins. Does yep. this guy pope usually come? Well, he eh, come. Uh, uh, he'll, he'll socialize. Where is he? Oh, he's, probably oh, he's the over meeting. there in the he's meetings, probably at that though. Because yeah. he's on the board. Um, yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll show his face, maybe later. Cool. Yeah. I mean, he has to come home sometime. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was at home last time I was here. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he, yeah, actually, he takes yeah. his time. Yeah, he's a social person. Um, yeah, it's the good news telling us what Jesus did for us. That is the gospel. He's friends with uh, John Foster, though. Oh, cool. Yeah. We know him really well. Okay, so yeah, De uh, Peter, your turn. What is the gospel? How does this passage preach the gospel? In your own words. In my own words? Or so somebody can't, else's. So I can't, <laughs> I can't Google it? 
Google's fine. Just regurgitate something you've heard, if you don't know. How does this passage preach the gospel? Well, just I, I just answered, what, what is the gospel? Yeah, I mean... Wait, what did you say? Oh, good news. Yes. Amen. Good yeah, news. Chi-Chi, God, come on. You can't you say the good news. Can I use the cliff notes? Well, you just... What is the gospel the good news of? What is the good news? I don't know, Josh. What is the good news? Well, it's that we are not um, held accountable for... Our, oh, yeah, I can do whatever I want and then yeah. repent. Well, oh, we, well, we can't earn our, we can't earn our way to God. Right? Mm-hmm. We can't you guys ever our... watch that show Reaper? Oh, that's a great show. I think I remember that. Yeah. Such a great show. I think you'd get a kick out. Uh, really? Yeah, it's by Kevin Smith. Oh, no, yeah, it's is about... that the Mormon guy? No. 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 That's John Smith. Did you see the trailer for Clerks 3? Yes. Uh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Anyway, so it basically it's a show about this kid who his dad is Lucifer. Okay? So he's the son of the devil. And he's supposed to, and the devil who, I forget the guy's name, but he's like the mm-hmm. perfect devil. Um, yeah. He's like, okay, here, I'm going to make you a reaper, and you have to collect these souls for me. Okay. So one of them is this guy. He's like, oh, well, yeah, I signed a contract with the devil, and so I can do whatever I want. I'll just repent on my deathbed. And anyway, it didn't work out that way. But long story short, like what Nick always says is, like, if, if you truly are repentant, then, like, you won't want to do any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So... Anyway, I always thought it was a good metaphor. The show is. I like that metaphor, sir. Show the show is phenomenal. So if you get a chance, look it up. I I think you get a kick out of it. Wow. Is it profane? Not really. Is there nudity? It's like a CW show. It's like a yeah. It's like a sitcom. It's kind of cheesy. Not really a sitcom, but it's no. It was one of those. It's a CW show. Cool. Uh, it's so old now too. I can't believe we read that. Anyway, that's like ten years old, easily. So. Um, how does this passage? Yeah, well, how does it preaches preach the, the gospel? gospel. It preaches that what is the gospel? Jesus the gospel is, is the good Jesus news. Jesus is the lion and the lamb, and he can overcome anything. The good news that Jesus saves us, not on account on anything that we can do for ourselves, mm-hmm. but on what he has done for us. Uh, um, can this passage teach us something about proper worship? Now that's an interesting. Oh yeah, absolutely. turn that I wanted to get into proper worship. Yeah. What is proper worship? Define. Well, that's what I'm. Well, I that's that what I wanted to get into. Too. That's what I wanted to get into. What well, I um, personally don't believe there is. But. I mean, is this passage? If it is like a, um, hmm. uh, in a way, a, a perfect example of what worship is supposed to look like, right? If it is. Then. I'll Which put it I, this way. Assuming it is. I could definitely think of something I would define as improper worship. Yeah. Which axiomatically means there is proper worship. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Axiom. Uh, I like it. I'm cutting you off. Okay. Well, there's elements. Legally speaking, there's broad elements. You could make that point. There's broad elements but in this passage. I think, it's, I think it has more to do with, with what's in your heart than... Again, it goes back. What's in your heart will manifest itself on the outside. I agree with that. So if your heart is is not into it, then Uh yes, you can worship 
Yeah, but see, we have, improperly, you guys are missing quote unquote. A, you guys are missing one of the main points, though. The main points of worship. Your main point is the object of your worship, you. not okay. how you worship. Not the intent of your heart when you worship, oh, but the it. object of who is being point. who is being worshipped. I agree with that, but even if I directed oh. it at the right being, yeah, I can do it improperly. Uh, oh yeah, a particular yeah. way yeah. that will worship Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I would say, and it comes back to that Isaiah 11 chapter that you read so skillfully. Yeah. You know what? The spirit of the fear of the Lord. Everyone reverences God there. No one acts like their buddy buddy with God, right? You know, and God's yeah. God's presence is, and, and you got to think about heaven. Everything being perfected in heaven, being perfect, yet it all pales in comparison to a perfect God. You know. Now, Tyler, mm-hmm. are there any examples in the Old Testament that you know of that are rep- representations or bad examples of worship? Uh. Sure. Um, when? Let's see. Uh, <coughs> Golden cap. <coughs> yeah, sure. Yep. Um, and I'd also say Eli's sons, uh, Nadab and Abihu, or were they Hophni and Phineas? Hophni and Phineas uh-huh. having sex inside of the holy place. Uh-huh. That's uh, pretty yeah. bad. Yet they were in service to the temple. Uh-huh. You would say that people who serve in the temple are living a lifestyle of worship. You know, <laughs> well, then there were, and then there were examples of like people touching the, uh, the Ark of the Covenant inappropriately. Yeah, so, that's just an um, alien artifact. It was it was radiation. Yes, <laughs> you remember that one time that uh, uh, that uh, that uh, that King David was moving the Ark yeah. of the Covenant by oxen. Yep, and the guys touched it and they died. Yes. Yeah. That, they yep. were supposed to carry it by Levites with poles, uh-huh. and yep. if they had that kind of reverence, mm-hmm. they'd live. Come to find out, they were Nazis. Dude, <laughs> 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 for sure. <laughs> have you wait? So, yeah. Hang on, hang on. Have you seen? Yeah, the, of course. Okay, I think. Okay. Yeah. I have to ask these questions. Of course. But what is the? I've been watching. In those circumstances, aliens. where God was worshipped in an unworthy manner. What was the difference, generally speaking? Well, the people would die sometimes. Yeah. That, those other guys, uh, Nadab and Abihu. What was the difference in the circumstance? What was the general... The glory of the Lord. If you can make a generality, general statement about it. The glory of the Lord was present. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, the glory of the Lord is present in any circumstance. Well, in the case uh, of, uh, of Hophni and Phinehas, he was very withdrawn because the Holy Spirit was not really there. The The lampstand had dim light, uh-huh. it says. And there was no widespread revelation. Yeah. Now, now, when what, it comes what, to... Was verb there? What? That's what I was wondering. So if you have Phineas, Phineas where's, where's Ferb? Ferb. Uh-huh. Ferb? Phineas and Ferb. I was making that Nickelodeon. Wait, you have a three-year-old and you haven't watched Phineas and Ferb? Phineas and Ferb. Negatron's that That's an old show, uh, That was probably when Griffin was three. Yes. That is um, the hands-down the best... Animated no, show for garbage ever made. No, because adults can watch. No, it's it. not, dude. You not you don't like. You anime. have no taste, though. <laughs> no, you have no taste. You don't know what anime is. Well, because anime uh, sucks. You no, suck. you they no, have no concepts. <laughs> I can think of a New Testament example for you. Uh, Ananias and Sapphira. They were yep. accused of yep. lying to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. 
and yeah. they died immediately. Exactly. Mm. So, I forgot about that one. So, so they I mean, weren't thinking about it. They had an irreverence uh, for yes, God. Throughout the Bible, there are examples of improper worship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they brought an offering during during church. Yeah. And oh. offering is kind of like an, a form of worship, and they died doing it. This is what I'm trying to get at. Can't we make the general statement that if the object of worship is not God, anything other than God, the true God, then you're worshiping improperly, right? Hence, they were. Um, I said that part of it at least. So I'm making. I'm trying to get to the my next question. I'm trying to get at the point. Um, do modern churches worship God appropriately? Do we worship God properly, or do we? Have man-centered worship rather than God-centered worship. I would well, that's say yes. my case uh, basis, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, pretty mm-hmm. broad, but still, I mean, even in a general sense, you could easily see like um, like there's a Netflix special, right? Oh. About uh, wow. what is that? No, it wasn't Netflix. That was Discovery. Uh, Australian band. Well, that was thing. a discovery. What is that? What's what it called? Oh, uh, uh, Hillsong. Uh, Hillsong. Hillsong. Hillsong yeah. right? I do not know the name of that giant church. I mean, you could easily say that that was not about worshiping God. It was rather no. about, it was all feeding, about the machine, yeah, right? feeding the machine. Yeah, feeding the machine. It was definitely man-centered worship where the whole point of it was to make money or was to have power or to... Um, have sex with underage girls or whatever it was um, and in a lot of ways you know our church like our small local churches reflect those same values uh, um, in what way give me give me a example. well some little churches are uh, our church give me an example of our church well I mean the songs we pick okay are the songs we pick do we, do we pick them because people want to hear those songs or sing those songs or do we pick those songs because they glorify God right they're you not mutually that? they're not mutually exclusive no but you see the you see the conflict right potentially yeah you see the potential conflict which is why Arena chooses us to do hymns most of the time as opposed to hill songs well hopefully those hymn authors didn't have any scandals yeah. <laughs> well, you never know because there's him, they are. There's hymns that have survived the age of the, you know, mm-hmm. the times. Um, but there's, you know, there you have to take into you have to take into account the, the context of the literary right that they're, you know, the literature that they're uh, trying to espouse. What is the message that they're trying to to say? Are they trying to worship God or are they trying to worship man? Um, I think you have to examine every song. Every song that we sing that's in church, I think every generation has to re-examine it. Sure, that's fair. And then there's the elements of worship, right? Like baptism, um, communion, right? Are those man-centered or are they God-centered? Well, that all depends on a case-by-case basis. Yeah. (laughs) But it's something you have to examine, I think. We should do an annual audit. Yeah, <laughs> they should. There's a one-time audit. The Great Judgment. Oh, you're saying the audit's been done already? No, no, it's going to happen. Yeah. Oh. In a couple of chapters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. 
Well, there's, a, I mean, a sense in which it's already been done, too, right? Well, yeah, everybody passes down. And being done continually. That's why I like that show, Righteous Gemstones. Everything not to do at church. It's raunchy, but it's it's about, oh, like, it's, it's, it's like a comedy about, like, mega churches. Oh. oh, yeah, so if you were in the church in the 80s and the 90s, I you would... I was. Oh, it's like because I grew up in church, so mm, I did not. Uh, so if you grew, if you grew up church, and especially because I grew up conservative Baptist. Oh no way! Well, I take that back. I, so, I I went to Catholic school and I went to an Episcopal church growing oh, wow. up, but it's very yeah. different than Baptist so, church. You know, it's basically like it's John Goodman. He's like the head of the church. He's like the patriarch, and then all of his kids are following in his footsteps, and it's like. Everything they do is the wrong thing. This is this is how not to preach. This is how not to. Yeah, they were they were like raised in it, so they just know how to propagate the church. Yeah, mm-hmm. not like the word. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, sure. Which Sounds is how you is. This is how you get mega churches. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Eli and his sons too. Well, I mean that again. I mean the difference can be reduced down to man-centered worship versus God-centered worship. In Revelation in chapter 5, we definitely see the focus of the worship of God. Why is the focus of the worship of God? Because he's there. All right. Because he, wor- <laughs> he is worthy of being worshipped. Is man worthy of being worshipped? How? How would man be worthy of being worshipped? How would we be worthy of it? We mm-hmm. can't be. Well, I mean, what part, what part do we play in our, self, our own salvation? We don't. None. Right. What part do we play in our own creation? None. Right. What part, you know, do we well, play okay, in... Well, okay, so, so what would make anything worthy of worship? Or should we not worship anything except God? Wow. Yeah, well, I mean, that's or, pretty much what they'll... Worship. Like the Ten Commandments, Ten Commandments, First Commandment: You shall have no other gods but the Lord. Mm-hmm. Number two: Do not make for yourself an idol. I mean, already. Three: Do not misuse the name of the Lord. So the first three commandments, and the name fourth and commandment: okay. yeah. Remember the Lord's day and keep it holy. The first four commandments are all about recognizing who God is. It. Cheers. All right, I've, I've said enough. So, uh, <laughs> where are we in this? Uh, we're done. Yeah, think, yeah. Oh, do modern churches worship like this? Yeah, we were kind of we were dipping over there. Oh, I'd say no. <laughs> like this? Uh, yeah. No. Well, it. I mean, you have uh, for to. Sure. Like our like our, sure. our culture is definitely influenced. Like our culture influences how we do church today. Yeah, and that's not. Un- I don't think that's the right no, way I, to. I, I, yeah. Well, I mean, if you um, want to look at the systematic way of worship, somebody could enter some implement some system that matches this. But I, uh, you know, uh, being in the presence of God like this is uh, not attainable here on earth. I don't think. You know. Yeah. Right, but the whole point of like tradition and, and practices is to replicate it. When we do church, when we do church, what is that a yeah. what is that a shadow of? 
It's a shadow of authentic, being authentically in the presence of God. Yeah, it's, it's church. Where do you get that from? Church is like tradition to from remember. From right here, from Revelation chapter 5. I see. See, my idea of the church was that it's the body of Christ. Well, yeah, it is. What's communion? Well, like, what does the body of Christ do? Well, it's, what is the function of the body of Christ? It, it's to, to glorify God. Well, I'd say that it's also, to, I mean, like, it's to really, <laughs> you know, uh, facilitate the growth of his kingdom. You know? Okay, yeah. Or in other words, to glorify God. Sure, sure. Yeah. But the church comes to an end at some point. But glorifying God never does. No, does the church ever come to an end? Uh, yeah. What is the church? Oh, where Where is that in the Bible? Well, I mean, like, uh, you know, the uh, new heaven and the new earth, it becomes like city-centric again. New Jerusalem. Yeah, how is that not the church? Well, it's more like, you know, um, like, it's more like the physical kingdom where this, uh, the church is like the is spiritual the kingdom, you know? Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so define what is the church? As, as Josh is fond of saying, uh, it's the body, body of church. Christ, and that's defined by the Bible, not me, of course. What is yeah. the body of Christ? Well, it's His person yeah. so here the, on the earth. So the the body, yeah. Jesus and the new heavens and the new earth does not include this earth transformed. No, does it, it not? It doesn't. That's where we disagree, friend. Well, like you know, you know, it's old earth passes away. It's rolled up like a garment, and there's no place for no, it. Wow, it's resurrected. It's resurrected just as the body's resurrected. Oh, I see. Well, okay, cool. <laughs> Don't take his shit, Tyler. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, uh, prove it. Prove it. Well, uh, give I think, me three scriptures. Well, I mean, I, uh -huh. I see things <laughs> in terms of um, of chapter and verse. That's what I understand. No, I. I see things in terms of typological fulfillment, uh -huh. and I think uh, yeah. the main cr crux of all human history was the resurrection of Christ. Uh -huh. uh, um, and so, typologically extending the resurrection so of Christ typological? Is, is the structure of how you understand uh, um, hierarchy within Christian theology. Ah, I see. So, if you accept that typological understanding, which I have understood... Uh, um, Congratulations. Then, you can, see, you can see plainly how the resurrection of Christ, if that's the, the uh, uh, anti-typical representation of all of typological elements pouring into a Christian theology, then you can see how the, the resurrection of the earth itself and the new heavens and the new earth are not just God starting over. God's not doing Thanos where he's snapping his fingers and everybody's dead and then everybody's alive again. Uh, um, this is the present earth transformed, just as in Jesus' resurrection, uh -huh. how his disciples, at first they didn't recognize him, but later they did. Uh -huh. uh, um, they, there is a one-to-one -one correspondence between the body that was and the body that is. So Jesus, when he was fully man uh, um, and fully God, he never stopped being fully God and fully man in the resurrection. Yeah. Uh, if he had stopped being fully God and fully man, then he wouldn't. Uh, there would be no one-to-one -one correspondence between our resurrection and his resurrection. I see. 
Well, I don't have any like good scriptures that say verbatim that there's an end of the age of the church. But there's one that I read recently that made me believe that, and it's possible. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it is actually well, I mean, a it, book. It has to do with how you understand church. If, okay. if the church is God's people, God's people continue into eternity. God's people never, never are ended. Yeah, but it's no longer an institution. The church. The church is not supposed to be an institution. Well, yeah. what, do you mean so by, that, what do you mean by institution? Yeah, so what something is, what that God set church? up. Something that, you know. Did God set up the church? Yeah, I think so. Or did people set up the church to worship? People God? set up the church to worship. Well, like you know, wait. The, so the you think in heaven? Wait, what do you think happens in heaven? Well, exactly as it says, we worship With God's God, people. You know? Okay, so God's people are institutionalized in other words. Well, so suppose then that like we are no longer the spiritual seed of Abraham, but we're like you know now the natural seed somehow. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get, I get what you're where you're what you're talking about. Right? Um. So, like, the natural seed, like, so Jews are, so in Romans chapter 11, like, you know, they talk about Israel and how, you know, Paul wants them to be saved, but their hearts are hardened, you know, and he refers to Christians who are Gentiles as um, the spiritual seed of Abraham, and the Jews are the natural seed. Right. Yeah. That I get, yeah. Yeah. But we're we're not the natural seed, we're the spiritual seed. We're the spiritual seed. Right. So why would the church end? Um, because there's no longer division between like, the natural and the supernatural, I suppose. Why is that relevant? I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. I've always, I mean, the, the church is the people. It's not an institution. Yeah, that, that, in, in the words of Josh, define our terms. What is if you're the talking about? If you're talking about, like, the Jewish people genetically, right? Is that what you're, you're are you trying to make a distinction between the genetic Jewish people and the spiritual Jewish people. One of the way, one of the reasons um, why I suspect there's a time, a an appointed end of the church is because of Luke uh-huh. 19, 20, 19. How many times have you read the Bible? Never once. Never once. Never once. I haven't read the whole thing. But you there's got, this one like, section you got like shit like oh, yeah, oh, boom boom. <laughs> yeah, he's got you got a skill, that's for sure. Oh, I've read this to you before, Wade. I know you did. You yeah. were uh, over the weekend, right? You're, yes, you're absolutely. Hyper. Absolutely. Empty tomb, back up. The trail gets seven. This is John. I should never drink when we come. Because I'm not sharp enough to argue. <laughs> always drink. <laughs> I've been drinking too. I've drank more than you. I want to point out that I'm reading out of Luke's description of the end times, which have no um, temple desecration. They have no references to Daniel, as I understand it, whereas Matthew does. Because I believe that Matthew is written to Jews and Luke is written Uh to Gentiles. But anyways. But on what basis do you make that claim? Because, uh, um, <laughs> because Matthew, um, Matthew uh, has a lot of, um... Because you stand on the shoulders of somebody else that said that. Okay. That's Don't we all? Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah, we all yeah do. that's okay. Yeah. All right. Destruction of Jerusalem, which is not documented in, uh, in, uh, Matthew. Okay. But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies and know that its desolation is near, then let those who are in Judea 
flee to the mountains. Let those who are in the midst of her depart. Let not those who are in the country enter her. This is 70 AD when this is fulfilled. Yeah. Any disagreements? No. You sure? <laughs> no typological, philosophical, <laughs> mind-boggling theology. Oh, 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 of destruction of a spiritual temple. Jesus' body? Now we're getting somewhere. Uh, okay, for these are the days of vengeance that all things are written that which may be fulfilled. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babes in those days, for there will be great distress in the land and wrath upon this people. This people being Jews, the natural seed of Abraham, they're not necessarily saved by faith. <coughs> yeah. Okay, and uh, they will all fall by the edge of the sword and be led away captive into all nations. And the Jews they go live in Europe. Um. And Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. Yeah, you read this one. Yes. So, what does that mean? I don't know exactly either. <laughs> but it's amazing, though, that Jesus knew that there was a time of trampling by Gentiles for the city of Jerusalem until a certain time amazing and then in that time the times of gentiles are fulfilled well what what about the part in the gospels where jesus is talking to the woman in the well yeah and he's saying there a time will come when the true worshipers will worship in spirit and truth yes absolutely what is that referring to oh that's referring to the time when mankind's reconciled with god okay yeah so but when, that time right there is you know, yeah. 1967, whenever the Jews what? get back into Jerusalem. Yeah. Ah, so dude, you have dude, 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 you yeah. have Jerusalem trampled underfoot by Gentiles until an appointed time when Jews come back. Well, that, I mean, I could argue they're still trampled underfoot. They're the most persecuted anything in, in this world. Yes, you're absolutely to, correct. Today. And they don't even have the entire city. So there's yeah. no one to say that that is yeah. technically fulfilled. Right. But no one could have imagined it being fulfilled 100 years ago, you know? I don't know, man. That's how I'm leaving it. What are we, okay, so what's the debate? Um, I'm, I'm in the weeds here. Well, so whether okay. or not there's an appointed so Tyler, end of the church or not. Tyler, what is the church? From my point of view, Tyler is espousing a particular... Typological theology? No, a particular... <laughs> um, <laughs> 18th century, an 18th century interpretation that Jews would return. Uh, Who would predict that the Jews would return to Israel in the 18th century? Well, nobody thought like dispensationalism, right? Have you heard of dispensationalism? I have. Okay, this is what this is the the uh, point of view that it sounds like you're, you're speaking from. Mm -hmm. So um, there's a guy, John Nelson Darby. In the 18th no century? No okay. Yes. He's the guy that uh, started the theology that, of dispensationalism, where um, the Jews were saved, not a, um, according to grace by faith, but 
rather because they were because they were Jews. Uh, uh, because they were Jews. Which is obviously Jews. false. But by dint of being Jewish or like that they yes. that Old Testament like pre the previous covenant they did works and thus were saved and then there was a new covenant. Yes. Okay. Oh. Are you sure? Are you sure? Because I thought dispensationalism was the belief that just Israel was the chosen people of God. Still. Right. Isn't that every Christian? That's part belief? that's part of it. No. No, but they're actually there's, saved. Wait, there's huh? Christians that don't believe. No, because they're spirit like you're spiritually Jews and there's Well, I mean, no, like every, like every Christian branch denomination um, branch, whatever you call it, believes that. Well, it depends how you determine whether someone is a Jew or not, right? Someone who's a Jew spiritually or someone who's <laughs> a Jew genetically, right? Well, I guess I must be Jewish. Really? Yeah. Wow. What's your last name? Prove it. Uh, no, my last name is spiritually. My last name's German. Oh. That's good. <laughs> What's yeah. your last name? Peter so, God does not change. Like, the, I mean, the, the main argument against dispensationalism is God does not change. God's covenant with, pe- with his people does not change. Sure does. Because God's nature cannot change. If God's nature cannot change, and human nature, being what it is, cannot change... God's relationship with humanity cannot change. I, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Well, Jesus okay, fully. tell me why. Because you can literally read when different covenants are made. Yes. Oh! But, but oh, the different the covenants... covenants see, here's this. the argument. The argument is mm-hmm. the different covenants are actually just... They appear to be different, but in actuality, they're not. They're no, it, still... They're still have the same relationship of humanity and their same relationship with God, right? God is perfect, God being perfect, man being imperfect, man being unable to reach God, right? That is the same, if if every covenant is based on God giving up, I mean, we can go through them, the the covenant of Abraham, right? God um, passed through the, the halves of the the animals, he sac- basically the, the Shekinah glory of God had passed through, saying that may this happen to me if I break the covenant with you, right? So God's not going to break His covenant because He's perfect. Right. Man will break His covenant with God, but that doesn't matter because God is saying He's treating you with grace, not by your own uh, uh, efforts, right? So He's not expecting you to to uh, keep your end of the bargain because I you're human. I disagree with that. And well, this guy, re- well, originally we were expected to, but oh. like, long-term God knew that that Yeah, he knew. Happen. He knew yeah, that we could. Yeah. So, yeah. That which is, then but Jesus the, comes into the picture but, and but changes like, the game. The way I understand the point of, of the Jews being the chosen person is that is the point, that God knows that people can't keep up with, can't, can't hold their end of the bargain. Yeah. And Everyone else is supposed. The Jews were the chosen people, and everyone else is supposed to look at the Jews and go, "They were the chosen ones." But they couldn't. They couldn't do. They it. couldn't yeah. do it in their natural they, ability. Amen to that. None of us can. Yeah, but why were they and the so, chosen ones? Why? Oh, okay, because they needed to be examples of His wrath. If you want well, me to shoot from the hip, they're examples of human failure. Right, I'm going to shoot. Right? Yeah, I'm going to shoot from um, the hip. They're example. Yeah, and so God chose them because He knew that choosing those people. We get everywhere else where they needed needed to be. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you, but, but I, well, great. I mean, I don't disagree with you either. I'm, I I think we're all saying the same thing. 
Uh, uh, well, I'm not. I don't think we are. I'm not saying any of this stuff. <laughs> I'm saying that I believe we're going back to tabernacle worship. That's what I'm saying. That we are? Yeah, sure? in Revelation, we're going to be worshiping in the tabernacle as they did back then, only it's the perfect tabernacle. We are or we should? No, no, in Revelation, when we die, when we go to heaven, when we get to the New Jerusalem, you yeah. know, we're going back to tabernacle worship. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't disagree with you. I, I think the tabernacle is a picture of how things are supposed to be. Uh, um, how that manifests itself, I have no idea. So you're saying that audio to adrenaline song is wrong? Wait, the yes. Big, big house? Oh, yeah. With lots and lots of room? No, that's exactly yeah. what big, happens big in chapter 4, right? No. no, but if all we get is a tabernacle, no, I mean, those, they can play football. Can play oh, you know what? I can't play football. No, somebody, had, somebody had an amazing analogy about it, and it was um. actually C.S. Lewis in his uh, in his Narnia book, where he describes as going inwards in their new Narnia is like an inverse onion, and the farther in you go into mm -hmm. the center, the bigger it gets, you know. And I really believe. So, like the TARDIS. What's that? Yes, bigger on the inside. Really. Yes. He doesn't I'm know really, any. I'm, he I'm has no either. cultural references oh, whatsoever. I don't watch Star Trek either. Don't worry God. about it. It's always bigger on some awful British show. Don't worry about it. Yes, especially yeah. recently. I heard it's been taken over by the liberal hype mind. Oh yeah. Oh, well, it yeah. has for the past <laughs> twenty years. Yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> I well even the past ten years. No, actually, no, no. I disagree with that because I disagree with that because who cares? The the new woman doctor, she's. A great actress. I think the writers screwed her over. Oh. Well, the writers sucked like no, three doctors didn't. ago. No, they didn't. But well, they get did. that bottle of water is what I want to know. Yeah, oh, where's my water? Bring me well, water. You want water? Yes. Yeah, I want water too. Just walk around. The I've gone completely pasted in the fridge. Yes. Okay, I'm no, stopping. I I got this one out of the pack. Because we're at an hour right now. Never mind. That Jordan Peterson has been on lately. Uh, I knew kick. it was coming. I knew. It was He's coming. been on this okay. kick. Who's Jordan lately. Uh, he's a psychologist. Uh, Modern oh, psychologist, yeah. libertarian. Feet every now and then. Yeah, a big kick he's on lately. Even though he's, I don't. In my, in my, from my perspective, he's not Christian. He is agnostic, and he does. He. Um, we can debate this all night. But he is influenced. Too, he's influenced by Carl Jung, Nietzsche, who is yeah. who's the son of a Swiss Reform pastor. But he is also no. They no. They do. The Swiss Reform tradition is I have great respect for. Oh. Um, but he is secondhand. Secondhand. He knows secondhand Bible knowledge, and he was friends with Sigmund Freud. So he he. Uh, names. <laughs> so, by direct correlation, Jordan Peterson gets his Bible knowledge thirdhand. And half of it is being completely influenced by uh, Freud. Freud. Yeah. See, just, oh, see, that's where like, you lost me. I, see, I, 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 and I, I would say just because he reads right there. the literature and the, the, the speakings of Jung, Freud, Nietzsche, yeah. just because he reads them and, and incorporates and listens to them. No, but his whole that. interest in the Bible and, and in particular his whole interest in um, self-deception especially lately, is all based on Reformed theology. Hmm. Okay. Um, so... But it's got no No, cares. but there, this is what's, what's interesting, is that he, from his perspective, from his psychologist's perspective, yes. even though it's a 
a liberal psychologist, a, a original liberal. Yeah, well, yeah, we're yeah. all original. Original, not yeah. me. Mm -hmm. Yes, you are. No, I'm pre-liberal. <laughs> pre-liberal. I am. Pre, I am okay, pre liberal. Okay, here we go. Let's define pre-liberal. Before Joseph Stalin? No, I define it as not being humanist. Uh, um, I'm anti-humanist. I am. Well, God, if you, if I'm goddess. Ask, if you ask the OG religious, from I have from two centuries ago, if you ask a, a, a liberal, what we call a liberal from two years ago, classical yeah. liberal, they would say the same things that you're saying. No, they wouldn't. Yes, they would. They wouldn't. Because their I ultimate standard, from their ultimate standard of we conservative, we are liberals. Are, their, classical liberals are classical liberals. Yeah. Their ultimate standard of authority is humanity. No, it is not. No, no. it is. No, it is. No, it is reason, and it is reason based on human perception. It is not reason based on well, your reason, God's knowledge. Your, your, your um, reason is human based, but you they you nah, the original, that's, what the original, a, that's what a liberal would say. Where else do you get your reason? For, your reason exists. From God's word. From no, God's no, word. no. You use your reason to your interpret authority. God's word. No, no, no. 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 See, this is what. This no. is where. Stop. No. no, this no. is where the conflict. No, no, no. The conflict you, has no, you have to arisen. define the discussion first. You use your but reason to I interpret God's word. I am defining the discussion right now. The, from your pers from your humanist perspective, then yes, you can believe in authority based on human reason. From my Christian perspective, I believe in authority based on God, uh, on God's revelation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's that not, is that's a reformed. That is a reformed view, which not, exists prior to liberal modern liberalism, modern classical. When you say reformed, you mean old um, Christians again? Or do modern, you mean oh yeah, I mean thing? the I mean the theology of the Reformation from Augustine actually, Augustine to to Luther to Calvin. To uh, Zwingli and to Edwards, to on you know ongoing. No, okay. I, I think you're misusing the terms. I think that I think that revelation is not reasoning. Revelation is revelation. You're being told by God what is and what isn't. Reasoning is using your human brain to understand or attempt to understand God's universe. I agree with both of those statements. So yeah. Well, I mean, you guys are you guys are liberals then, and I'm not. All right, liberal That's why that that mm. is the basic that is their basic di differentiation. But we're not. But not. the two statements are not in conflict. What no, you're they saying, are. No. I'm saying they are. And I'm no, saying they're not. No, and I'm not. saying they are. No, I'm saying that that, that something <laughs> no. that God revealing Himself mm. to you is not in conflict with me being over. Let's say God. Yes. Didn't, let's say they're no, absolutely stop. different. Let's say God didn't reveal Himself to me. Uh -huh. I can be over here and I can use my brain to try to, uh, to, try to, to attempt to understand God's universe. That is not necessarily in conflict mm -hmm. with God revealing himself to me. Because I can, I can sit there in class the and try to understand the math problem on the board, but then when the teacher yeah. reveals the answer to me, they're not in conflict. No, I, I One is an attempt that. to understand and one is the, the powers that be telling me the no. answer. But I, what my what I would say is that there's a difference in authority, and you're giving God the authority, or you're giving humanity the. Authority. I'm not saying I'm we're the authority. I'm saying we're attempting to understand. If yeah. I said we uh -huh. knew, if I said yeah. we knew the answer, then you'd have a point. Yeah. Okay. I see your point. I see your point, but I still I still see the the reform designation as a greater understanding. That's prior to. 
liberalism. Well, I'll grant the greater understanding when God reveals something prior to, to classical you. Yeah, it's a greater understanding. Yes. And historically, prior to classical liberalism, liberal thought, classical humanist-based. It's not humanist. Thought. It is. It's not. It is. Just it is philosophically. Uh, no, philosophically, uh, it the is. The attempt humanist. to understand something um, without have, being told the answer is not. Okay, you want to call it humanist? Fine. Philosophy because, because God hasn't. Told the whole you the branch answer. of science of philosophy, or, or philosophy as a study, is a humanist endeavor. Yeah, but that's all we have. Yeah. Without revelation, it's e- it's either revelation or we try to understand it as best we can. Yeah, yeah. So okay, yeah. fine. You want to call uh, it yes, humanist? That's fine. exactly what I'm talking about. That's fine. There's that's fine. a distinction there. But there's there's an important distinction. They're not necessarily in conflict. Wow. No, I, I would agree with that. Okay, I agree with that. It's, it's um, amazing. <laughs> I think that, like, I think this is interesting. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no, but but throughout Reformed theology, because that was an issue, um, the whole concept of self-deception. How do you know you're not wrong? Right. Okay. That is a great yes. philosophical question from a liberal perspective. It's also a great question from a conservative. Uh, Reformed theological perspective. Well, right? I don't know what um, to say for the natural world, but perhaps for the when it comes down to the Bible, when the scriptures transform your life only through God's power, is when you can be certain that you understand that yes. scripture as it's intended. That's spoken like a true reformer. See, now I have to go and talk. Okay, well, <laughs> the reformers needed to write that in a much smaller definition. <laughs> no, because no, oh, they, 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 they did. They did. Cheers. Cheers. It's written down, man. So now <laughs> I have gotta to read go. your history. I, I have to poke your brain a bit. Please. So you, you say you know you're not wrong because... Of the genuine transformation that happens in a person's life by faith. Yes. So, because you believe in something, let's say, wholeheartedly? No, no. Okay. When you believe in it, kind of like a child. I think it's when faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And also, in Hebrews, don't have the scripture memorized. Mm -hmm. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith pleases God. Mm -hmm. Faith comes by hearing to hear. Right. Yes. And I pose this question to to Josh over here a lot of times. Yes. There's a lot of people that believe in a lot of different things. Yes. And they all believe they're right. Yeah, yeah, like the reformists. Or... Uh, and the Calvinists and the, the Jews whatever. and the Muslims and the Buddhists and yeah, the dispensationalists. Yeah. And all the different branches of every religion in the yeah. world. They all believe what they say. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. How do you know you haven't been deceived? Okay, let's let's prank it. let's take it out of belief and into, the, and into something visible like works. Do works save? Potentially. Depends on what the works are. Depends on whose works. Yeah, it depends on what the works are. The works of people. Christ's works. Sometimes. No. Only the work of Christ. Oh, say, like, okay, save the, the inners. Yes. So. <laughs> not, the, not the outers. You know, <laughs> you know, you know what would be really fun? And but even, even that, sorry. I, but yeah, that, yeah. But even, how, how, do you, how do we know that these works, let's say the works do save. How do we know these works are saving and not these works are saving? Sure, 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 sure. That's where it comes down to authority for me. From a reformed perspective, it comes down, always comes back to authority. Because we say, if God says that's the way things are, then that's the way things are. But, but what's the difference between your God and Allah God? Huh? 
Well, our God is true. Okay. Actually, and how do you know? How do we know? Okay. We know because God is revealed Himself. I say it's because Muslims of the genuine that. transformation that occurs right, right, when you God. believe right. what I, our God has said. I have a hard time believing well, they're, 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 they're they're very like Old But how do you determine well, they that? Well, they believe in the Okay, by works. By works. By the work. Okay. So, yeah, by the Okay, the works of the person. By the imperfect works of the sinner? So, check this out. What if I change the name just to mess with the reformists of the book of Acts to the book of works? Would I be wrong to call it the Book of Works? Actually, we just no, did Acts, the Acts of the Apostles. Were because works. it wasn't necessarily the Acts of the Apostles. The Acts of the, Acts of the Holy Spirit could be argued. Uh, um, the works that the Apostles did were perfect because it was God who did it in them. Yeah. And the those Holy works, those works yeah. are through the Holy Spirit. But even before mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit even comes into your life to perform them, you must have faith. Yeah. You know, and that faith produces those works and the holy spirit is the one getting the credit and and orchestrating yeah. all of it but if you really want to know yes. where righteousness comes from righteous works they come by faith yeah. and so when you believe something in the bible and it changes your life and the righteousness of god comes into you you can be certain that that is truth yeah but who gives you that faith uh, God does, but like yes. you wanted to talk about discernment. No, no, don't blaze over uh, that no, shit. You, Josh is your new best friend. Okay, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But we wanted to discern between one. If God, God gives the you other. the faith, if God gives you the faith, don't you see okay. how your don't you see how well, your argument is being circular? It's not. It's answering to his question, which is how do you know which God yeah. is the one with the truth? You know, when you read the writings of another teacher, this is where I got it doesn't you, Tyler. Produce the life He's agreeing with you. No, but this is where I got him because they, his circular argumentation. I wasn't arguing with you. I was answering his question. No, but this is, see, the difference between reformed, uh-huh. reformed understanding uh-huh. and non-reformed okay. is circular argumentation is not a bad thing. Okay. Circular argumentation is a good thing because it reflects. So wait, go back before we, you said that. And what, 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 what we, what, it reflects what we our <laughs> internal struggle being um, only being able to connect to God through our circular reasoning. Okay, no, look, I'm just going to say it again. Uh, if you are wondering if you're deceived or not in your Christian faith, you, the way you discern it is if the what what you've read in the scriptures or heard has transformed your life or left it exactly the same or not. I can use that, that same exact same statement and apply it to any other religion. Okay, so I would ask, is that person's sin nature different? And like when I came to Christ... Sin, you say sin nature? Yeah, is no, nature different? Like when I came, we're all human. We all have the same nature. Right? Yeah. Yes. When I came to Christ, I had a friend who was, you know, a friend of, uh, that I'd known, known my whole life, and when he got saved, he changed immediately, mm-hmm. and then I yeah. believed in God. I thought, wow, if... Yeah. God could do that in a person. He but must Tyler, be real. Tyler, even when you ref- when you phrase it that way, when I came to Christ, how do you know you came to Christ? It doesn't matter because it does I'm trying matter. to tell him about the. It does matter, Tyler. So okay, okay. How, do you, know Christ, how yes, do you know Christ? Yes, yes. Christ to draw you to Him. Yes, He did, and He predestined it before the foundation of the world, and no one okay. can pluck me from His hand. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Okay. You know, but yes. between different religions, you sound like a reformer. Yes. <laughs> But Let I'd him say, make his point. I, I'd say that between... He's different... making the same Let him make his point. I'd say between different religions, I don't think that Muhammad was actually a changed person. He wasn't really a... Um, 
a good person. What was he? He was a changed person. He was, but he wasn't he still murdering? From, he went changed playing. from peace to uh, conquering. Who's to say that's wrong? Um, he changed yeah. from he changed from a, a religion of peace to a religion of conquer. That was definitely a change. From Medina to uh, all that could be done in the natural human ability. Yeah, no, not I agree necessarily. With you. From God. I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree. You know, when you when you go from bad, to I don't worse. think it was a good change, Tyler. Uh-huh. I'm agreeing with you. Oh, okay. But change is possible, just not necessarily a good change. Well, to him, it was a good change. Yeah, oh yeah, to well, him it was. yeah. Yeah, if you he gained um, a lot of power from it, or maybe he just really believed it. Maybe it's true. Yeah. Maybe he's right. Maybe he's right. Maybe you get some. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I'm blowing yourself up. And this is where uh, Josh and I argue a lot. You, you blow yourself up, up and you get seventy-two virgins. Well, no, I'm just saying that. Yeah. He, Josh, makes the argument that we don't choose to believe. God chooses us to to be believers. And I, I don't think it's that. Oh, much. okay. You know, it's beyond my comprehension. Ultimately, that's the answer that we have to kind of you know, agree to agree I, with. I, I say the scriptures, but, you know, I haven't received them in the kind of faith that I have for other areas of, my, of scripture, you know? Because, you know, I, I know that when you receive something in faith, it produces righteousness in your life. And honestly, predestination just makes me apath- apathetic. Well, it's, it's righteousness you know? according to the faith that you've chosen See, to believe in. Yeah. Oh, God, I wish Becky was here. What was that? So you said you... you Faith and, and uh, I want to try to pair. Yeah, yeah. Your faith makes you righteous. Your faith makes you righteous, uh-huh. but it's righteousness according to, to my the definition, not even yours. To to the faith that you've chosen. Oh, because but if your faith makes oh. you righteous and God oh. gives you faith, okay, then is faith really making you righteous, or is God making you righteous? Okay. Assuming God gives you faith. Uh, yeah, my brain's looking at my God gives now. you faith. You don't know. Based well, on scripture. Based on scripture as our ultimate authority. Let me, let me put the nail in the coffin, okay? All right? The change that happened in, in Saul is not possible in any other religion. From Saul to Paul, I don't believe it's possible in any other religion. Why not? You go from, you know, murdering and to being like, you know, and having the nature of Christ in just minutes, you know? can make that argument for any religion that, that you are a person who is can you think transformation I don't know other religions but I can make the argument I can say you are a, a person adhering to your human nature your selfish human nature which we all have yeah and then you 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 come across some other religion Buddhism Hindu Muslim and it changes it and it changes you yes yes you can apply that anywhere I'm just saying, and I, so my argument has always been, it's, it's, it's we choose to believe what we choose to believe. Ultimately, one of us is going to be right, or none of us will be right. Okay. There, there can't be further evidence. Like uh, Stephen, um, you know, and Moses, they appeared to glow because of their relationship with God, you know. And uh, uh, the woman at the well went from, like, you know, being completely hopeless, you know, to having new life in Christ, I believe. But like other religions, maybe they are like centered around figures in the teaching and not necessarily God himself, you know? No, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what we were talking about tonight. Like man-centered worship versus God-centered worship. You know, if we're focused on God's, how God changes us, how, what the gospel is, if we're focused on the gospel is man choosing God, that's not the gospel. 
if our focus on the gospel is God who is the center of our worship choosing us no I can that well, is but my contention is that is the the representation of what we just read in Revelation 5 Tell you, me that's where a your picture. Is. That is a I picture of God being this, our central focus. Is there any part of that uh, you agree uh, with? I just think that God, I, I've chosen to believe in this. Yeah. And I mean, I know, I know what you're saying. You're right. saying you're saying that you camp Muslims, Mormons, whoever else make the same argument. Right. right. Yes, they can. Yes. And they do. And they do. But. They're wrong. How do we know they're wrong? Well, there's a lot. We don't. Of, there's we a don't. Lot. We don't. No, we do. We do. Why? There's no. evidence. There's evidence. No, for, we know that Jesus existed. Well, we know he's existed. We know that his life and death changed the world as we know it. Yes. They changed the Western world. Completely. Yes, man. Uh, um, but, then, but changing the world doesn't make you God incarnate. Yeah, for sure, it doesn't. Yeah. No, but it does. Hitler changed the world. No, but it does give evidence to facts that actually did happen that well, we denies that he we, only the people that are we, stupid the reason we know those, yeah. um, I mean, we know those things to be true is because we rely on God's authority we do not rely on but our see, own authority of, hum, of human but, see you're supported of the, you're supported of the circular argument and I disagree yes no you can't what? Circular argument is not a bad thing. It's according a terrible to, thing. By, according to what standard? By what standard? By human standards. No, don't you understand? Don't I you understand think, that we're we're arguing the same thing? When I, we get to that point, I think I see your heart. Uh, you know, I think I see your according heart. According to human standard, if we make the judgment that circular reasoning is bad because it is according to human rationality it is irrational. Right? That's what we're saying when we say that. I'm saying God made everything in the universe make sense. Ugh. And you're telling me this one thing doesn't. Yeah. Okay, so, Wade. I see it, man. I see it. Because God is greater than us. Wait. I, yeah, I know that. If wait. God is greater than us, then there has to be a disconnect. Don't wait for an opening. Just jump in. There has to be a disconnect between God and man. Well, there is a distinction between creation and creator. That is what Revelation 5 is, and 4 and 5 is about, is the distinction between worshiper and worshipee. Wait. God is the object of worship. Yeah. Man is not. Don't don't wait for him. Peter! What? <laughs> How do you know which one's true? Water. Josh, Peter. No, no I want to know what Peter has to say. You want to know what Peter has to say? Yeah. Which one's true, no. Peter? My personal opinion... I'm, I'm gonna have to side with Wade on this one. Yeah, um, because we're still in the. I I grew up in a conservative Baptist. Is he peeing or is he pissed? No, he's not pissed. He's probably gonna drink. That's good. Oh, he's probably peeing. Yeah, yeah, you probably. Good. He's probably peeing. It's dark enough that you can just walk out. Yeah. No, he went out to the orange tree. He always goes to the orange tree. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I grew up. I grew up in conservative uh, Baptist. Yeah, so great. for me, in a in the Baptist genre, you you choose God. Oh really? God doesn't choose you. Really? That's part of being a Baptist. Oh. Whereas, 
conservative or uh, whatever. What, it is. What's our denomination? Uh, uh, Luther. No. Well. Uh, reform. Reform. Yeah. reform. There's an actual reform denomination. Yes. So reform. Wow. Reform. RCA. Lots of reform. Reform Church we're, we're of America, which is technically right. our denomination. Yes. Uh, you are. are God are chooses you. Um, right. So, hence, Ugh. infant baptism. So this is where both myself and, and, and Becky, my wife, yeah. choose to yeah. disagree because we believe as a human, you choose God. Okay. I mean, well, ultimate, you... ultimately, in the end, you know, everything's said and done, God chooses you. But how do you know which faith is right? But at, so, at some yeah. point, you have to make the decision... Sure. To also believe, uh-huh. so we're that's where we disagree in the See, infant baptism. We do know which religion is right based on the authority in the scripture, and I would agree with Tyler. I think Tyler would agree with me on that basis. Uh, um, the authority uh, we have the authority of the Bible, God's word, yeah, sure. right? Yeah, that is the that is the basic reform position. But there's innumerable Period. other scriptures. Yeah. Period. Period. That is a reformed position. Well, you know, I, if you, I, okay, I, I if you we'll disagree you with that's the reform, reform position, then go take it up with them. I'm taking take it, it up with, with you. history. I'm going to take it up with if you, you want to convince me. I know. If you want to convince me, you're going to need a better argument than take it up with Augustine. Take it up. I'm going to need a better argument than the scriptures are correct because the scriptures say they're correct. So that is the, but that is the basis. But of, that's that's crap. That that Sorry, is the basis of that is not yeah, crap. That's crap. That is crap based on what? According to what standard? According to your human reasoning. Okay. According to your human your human reasoning is your basis of what, of okay. what how you view the world. If if your human reasoning is your how you view the world, that is your ultimate authority. Our reason is great, and, and that is it. how you. No, your human re- if your human reasoning is your ultimate authority, then that is your God. Human reasoning but, is your God. But you're um, okay, so you want to grant you want to base your reasoning on scripture. There's innumerable other scriptures. I'd say I, this is what I'm talking about. God centered worship versus man centered worship. And every other religion man, has scripture. every other yes, every other religion has man centered worship because they do not worship the one true God. So Jews do. Muslims do. No, 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 yep. no. Yep. Yep. Yeah, man centered worship. Yep. Man centered worship. I say scripture alone is not enough. Um oh. I think of the Pharisees and how they are probably in hell and they had every word memorized. You know. I don't think scripture alone Bingo. is enough. Yeah. Well, that's a very unreformed way to look at it. Now you lost me, Tyler. Now you lost me, Tyler. Seriously, the Pharisees had um, all of the Torah certainly memorized. Sure. Well, you're uh, speaking of memorization. You're memorized more than many of us. Some of those scriptures. <laughs> right or wrong. Uh, Isaiah chapter 11 changed my life. I'm never going to forget it. But I've oh, studied. I read the Bible just about 20 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. And most days I have no idea what I read. But there is that one time. Where, like, you know, the scripture does change me. Yeah. And, like, it changes my nature from ungenerous to generous. Or from... Uh, yes, so you're, what are you talking about as an experiential thing? You should be Eastern Orthodox. Oh, boy. Eastern Orthodox. That's, East, that's all about experiential. I thought that was about gold. No. 
Because, uh, you know, they got you're orthodox. Of Dude, you're orthodox. Go go find an orthodox church. I'm just trying to receive this like get a child your, would, get, Go leave your singer <laughs> bullshit church. I find a, go find an orthodox church. I'm just trying to enter into the kingdom as a child You're would. trying to be experienced God as experiential faith. You know... That's it. That's, or, that's Eastern Orthodox. When, when, I, when I was... Before I knew Christ, Wade, I had... Uh, I abused my uh, Ritalin... Ugh. And I had antidepressants, which is supposed to be hard to kick. Apparently, I heard Joe Rogan said that it's like the most addictive drug or something like that, antidepressants, yeah. you know? And when I came to faith in Christ, and it came from a place of brokenness. It didn't come from a place of understanding, you know? Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't understand the scriptures very well at all, no, yeah. you know? But it came from a place of brokenness, and I, and I had, you know, need. And I think of the Beatitudes, that blessed are the... Uh, are the poor in spirit for there's the kingdom of heaven those are people who recognize their need for God and I cried out and I said God um, if you're real I really want to know you mm-hmm. and I repented of my sin and when I did I didn't know that antidepressants was addictive but I didn't have to take it the next day right. and I wanted to I wanted to take my own life at the top of the Kremens business building at Fresno State mm-hmm. you know I'd go up there and I'd look over the edge, because you know how some oh, yeah. the staircase is on the outside. Depressing. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'd look over the edge, and I would just try and convince myself to get onto the side and hold on. And I, um, I said, I'm going to come back the next day without my meds. And when you are anti- on antidepressants and you accidentally skip a day, you'll just randomly start crying, and you'll have such a low, low. And so I knew that I would do it if I skipped it and I came back, you know? I had such bitterness and unforgiveness from, towards my dad. I was just burping. <laughs> uh, you know, I was just in torment, I'd say. And so, like, when I went home and I didn't take my meds, I decided to visit my friend's house whose mom attended a church. She invited me. And, uh, you know, why not? Why not? You know? And I went and, uh, you know, and I was moved by, um, by a message from a charismatic church that I'd never go to again. Um, but it changed my life, that one, that one message, you know. And that's how I know that this faith is the true faith. Yeah. And, I, and in Revelation somewhere, we'll come across you're making it. A, you're making an experiential argument which sure, I, sure. I, I agree i mean i i respect it oh thank you uh, um let him let him finish well in revelation somewhere we'll get there i can't wait till we, when we do it talks about the saints overcoming overcoming satan by the blood of the land and the word of their testimony and i'd say that my testimony is the evidence to people who are not believers it's where i start when i talk about jesus christ yeah you know and and I usually try to incorporate scripture in there for them to have the opportunity to place the faith in that, for that, for that word to cause faith in them, the, the actual scripture, you know? Yeah. And, and bring up the same change in me. And if you really want to know, I would say that you must realize your need for Jesus Christ, and that kind of is where you get the good ground for hearing, you know? And ask him, Lord, if you're real, I would really like to know. You know, and I would like to enter into a relationship with you and understand the cost of following Jesus, which is everything. You know, we always talk about how it's a free gift, you know. Yeah. The discipleship of being a disciple of Jesus, you know, um, free, 
it costs you your life, you must carry your cross. And ultimately, when people are baptized, they're symbolizing their own death. They're killing the old nature and saying no to being Lord of their life and giving Jesus 100% trust in his ways, even though you don't know them all. And I certainly don't know everything in here, but I tell you, I believe it, even though I haven't read it yet, you know? Yeah. And I believe it even though I can't explain it yet, right. you know? And that's, that's, that, that, that's when genuine change comes, and I'd say that that is the evidence that you might be looking for. That is, Tyler, with all due respect, that is one perspective in the Christian life, which I respect, and I personally have experienced as well. And I know many people that I also agree with that mm -hmm. I would personally, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, um, my perspective is looking at that historically from a historical perspective, you know, saying that maybe that's not the best approach. Maybe that's not the best way of examining the Christian life. Uh, um, the only reason I'm, I bring that sure. to your perspective is because I feel like I've been where you were and I think there's a better way. Sure. Uh, um, and I'm not disrespecting you in any way. I hope you don't feel disrespectful okay. when, I, when I say that. Uh, um, um, but because I've experienced what you've experienced and I've seen people fall away from the church, right? Mm -hmm. In the same circumstance. Having the experiential, experiential faith is awesome. But if at the end of the day you end up somewhere other than where you are now, you know, how is that, how does that convey what, convey truth and uh, um, Christianity as a whole? Do you don't understand what I'm saying? If, if I fall away, it really disgraces the name of the Lord, right? Yeah. Yes. I can't imagine any other way to well, I, I, well, okay, so having grown up in the church, I don't have an experience like that. But I think what Josh is trying to convey is how do you then take that experience and grow from it and learn from it and become... Well, I mean, what, what I want to know, what I want to know is, is that really the best way? Is that the best expression of a Christian life? Is the best expression of a Christian life showing that I believed my life has changed, uh, um, now I want you to do the same, right? Is that the best expression of a Christian life? The best expression of a Christian life? Yes. The, be the best expression well, of a Christian life is, is one living according yeah. to. Well, the best expression of a Christian life doesn't matter is what my point is. Well, when, yeah. when, you're, when you're witnessing to other people, it does. Mm, yeah. Well, okay, so let me put it this way. Are you saying it doesn't matter if you're a good person? Like, because... Okay, so th this is the video that I sent to, to the chat. Yeah. You can say that you believe... Yeah. ...every word in that book. Yeah. If you don't act it... Are you, are, are you actually a believer? No. Absolutely right. not. Yeah. Well, I don't think... If, and from my point of view... Um, it doesn't matter. From my point of view, it doesn't matter whether you're... And I agree, well, yeah. to, to God, it doesn't matter because God has already 
paid that cost. Yeah. We're covered on that basis. But then, so I posed this question to Pope before, if it doesn't matter what we do, why be good? Yeah. Oh. I, I, I think, that's where I think I if it does matter, then you want to be good. Like, Pope, like Pope always says. Yeah. Like, if you are saved, that's just going to emanate from you. It like, is. Right. It, without... Right. My, you don't have to do like, anything. It just right. it comes out in your actions. My favorite analogy is breathing. Like you know, you breathe in the life and the grace yeah. of yeah. God, and you exhale your works. Yeah, you know. And so, if you have no works, then you have no. If you have no carbon dioxide, it's probably because you know you're dead. You know. And some people, mm-hmm. it flows through easier than others. Like me, not so much. But hey, well, you people, know what? Another scripture so. just might be around the corner that will yeah. completely change your life. Yeah. 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 So, and uh, maybe call, I mean, I guess you can call me a pessimist, but I mean, I. It means you're usually right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, well, I mean, that's because I grew up, I grew up in this. So for me, it's, it's all. Old well, what I do when I. And it, it's hard to relate with experiences like that. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I'm the same way. When I encounter I just questions like that, that. My actions emanate that. I think if I'm reform, if I if I'm coming from a reform perspective, my instinct should be to go back to a reformed catechism, the Westminster Confession of Faith. First question and answer is, what is the chief end of man? To Uh, glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, That's how I answer that question. Oh, I'm sorry. Wade and wife look a lot the same. <laughs> Bye. Well, at least they both say W, right? She's like, she's calling again. She must want me home. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you, get, was, you get to drive? You alright? Yeah. Doesn't tickle. <laughs> you like the. Are you getting anything out of this, Tyler? Oh, yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not totally not trying to be a dick. I'm um, not trying. Just I love being here. And honestly, um, I come. I, I really come here because for you and Eddie, I really really want to encourage you guys to continue to yeah. to you know have an open heart towards God. Well, that, I mean that's why I'm here because I'm so I'm, I'm different than a lot like you for example like you you came to God from mm-hmm. a place mm-hmm. in here, and I came to God from a place in here. Uh, you're not there to God yet, man. <laughs> well. Hey, your testimony is going to be so many times greater than mine. Seriously. But but my point is, it's mm-hmm. just that, that that is why I'm here. I'm trying to understand. I want to but learn. But when I you want phrase to hear. it that way, Tyler, that's where I take issue. Look, um, do you remember how the rich young ruler, uh, Jesus said that it's... Our testimony only, doesn't matter. Get, get, get. So, <laughs> you remember how Jesus said that it's harder to, uh, to uh, for a rich man to enter into the kingdom... Then it's the like the eye of the needle. Yeah. You know, it's because when you're you don't have any issues, it's kind of like, and you rely on your right self righteousness. Mm. It's highly unlikely that yeah. you get saved. And so when people like Nicodemus, who's going through the eye of the needle, you know, you know, get saved, it's an incredible work of God. Yeah. You know, and whereas like uh, whereas like people like are on drugs and they're just. When they hear the word, they're ready to give them everything just instantly because they know they've screwed up their life. It takes a right. true... you got to bottom out. Yeah, it takes it takes some true self-examination, I'd say, possibly, to realize that you missed the mark when your life is so good, like Job's, you know? 
Well, God-centered worship versus man-centered worship. Back to Revelation 5. How did we get here? Dude, your <laughs> testimony your testimony doesn't matter. There are specific testimonies. It's my greatest does tool. Does not matter. If for, that uh, is our witnessing. Yeah, but if that is the focus of our worship. It's not. Don't you see that? It's my answer don't to you Wade's question. It's like a jumping off point. Yeah, it's my answer to Wade's question, which is true. That is a wrong jumping off point. That's but my why? point. Why? Why is because, it wrong? <laughs> because <laughs> we it, are focusing it, on the deeds. We're focusing on the here, deeds of man rather than the deeds of God. If, if I was, I was, no. if was not here, I never would have mentioned no, 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 this. No, no, no. But I mean, if I was just some schmo on the street and, and Tyler, like I, I knew Tyler somehow, and Tyler told me the story and brought me into the church, is that yes. wrong? Be, and like well, his experience brought me into the church, is that wrong? Principally, yes, I think. Uh, principally, yes. I, I think in actuality, in actuality, no. Principally, I would say yes because the uh, um, the whole attract like attracting. Um, if God wants you to to know Him, He's going to attract Himself to you, whether or not and we. And who's to say that's not how He does it? Yeah, right? I mean that is true. That is true. Huh? He could be doing it. That he, way. he sent the demon possessed man to Desiopolis to say what Jesus Christ had done yeah. to him, for him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm just I'm just making principled arguments for this point. Me who did yeah, any of those things, yeah. God delivered me from all of those things. I'd say, which means you're practically an speaking, practically speaking, I'd say you're correct. I'd say, principally speaking, I want I'm more safe. That's all I'm saying. You're more safe. I have more to say. You have more to say. Yeah. About what? So he's happy that you're in the church, but he disagrees with how you got there. Oh yeah, I see. Yeah. Well, well so how was I supposed to come to faith? Everybody's well, I mean, uh, what? we're talking yeah. about. We're talking. We're we're speaking theologically. How you get there doesn't matter. It's, how, not, it's where you go from yeah, it there. Shouldn't matter. Would you have rather that I have gone to church and then remained on my medications? No, no I think what matters mm -hmm. is how we understand. Or not, not even church, just beyond meds. I think what I think what matters is getting our theology correct and understanding God the way you he was assume meant, that the way he wants us to understand him. You assume that we're able to know what correct is. Yeah, based Just on what standard? Alone. Based on what standard? Based on the authority of even, God's even word. Revel, even revelation itself where God every time God spoke to man yes. as an interpretation God, God never speaks directly to man. God man interprets God. Based on what authority? Gentlemen, what authority that authority, authority right there. Yeah. I've got to go. Okay. Where? I must go. Tell me. I must go, and I'm taking it so he won't be able to show you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My wife really uh, wants me to come home. By what right. standard do you make these <sighs> claims? Right. You good to drive? You good? I think I am. By the sure. standard sure. of your wife as your authority. Right. In the, <laughs> sure is. <laughs> <laughs> final authority. Tyler. Bye, Josh. <laughs> I hope Eddie comes next week. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, so Be yeah, Beck is in Seattle this weekend, so oh. he's, he's on baby daddy duty. There's got to be a way where we can get Eddie, Josh, Anna, and Becca to church on Sunday. I will totally come. My wife will come. I could see the two, cool. the, the two of them going. Maybe Anna even, but I don't. I, I don't know. Maybe I. If oh maybe not Becca, but but if Anna and Sam, if if, if Sam were going. Anna might be That's more. True. Yeah, if you got Sam to go, go. the, the yeah. two of them would be more. Because like, yeah. otherwise, it's just a guy's day. 
Or she can text her a very long theological dissertation. <laughs> and by the way, Tyler, I am one, I am one voice that is against a million others in our church. Like I'm not, I am no way representative of our church. Oh, Peter okay. can speak to that, right? Well, you Wayne know, can speak to that. the person that preached that sermon that led me to the Lord is somebody I do not agree with in any way. But the power of God was there when he said those scriptures. Yeah. You know? It opened the door. It opened the door. Yeah. And if it weren't for him, I'd be dead. You know? Everything well, happens for a reason. Thank God for him. Then. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, uh, how do I get... You can just go through. You can go through the front. Yeah. And then go through the front door. Okay, cool. See you, gentlemen. Right. Drive safe. Uh, hey, you next week. Next week. Catch you home. Yes, I will. All right, I'm stopping. Any comments? No. Peanut gallery. It was a fun night. Yeah, that was good. It was good. Hopefully people listen to it. <laughs>